The reason that our country is in the mess that it is in today is not because of the Republicans, it's not because of the Democrats. Let me tell you this, it's because of lame Christians. There is a reproach that comes with being a follower of Christ. We in America have tried to reshape the whole church so that it's palatable and likable in the culture. A church that is accepted well with the culture is usually not accepted well with Christ. The church is a fortress, and a fortress is strength. A fortress is might. Not only a center of defense, but a place of strategic planning and offense. Our God does not expect us to wait for the darkness to enclose around us. He expects us to take up His banner and fight the darkness with His light. You want to know what the biggest problem with America is? The wolf is this country. Gave in. Gave in to public pressure. Gave in to political correctness. One of the greatest curses this country has ever had to deal with is political correctness. Preparing the Christian to shine the light against the darkness of this world. Welcome to Our Mighty Fortress Podcast. I'm your host, Ron Miller, and welcome to the show. We have a heartwarming, yet convicting subject to cover today. But first, please go ahead and hit that follow or subscribe button on the podcast platform which you're listening to us upon. We do have several social media platforms with all sorts of material that you can listen to and read. Be sure to check us out on our fan page on Facebook when you type in the search bar, the at symbol Mighty Fortress 313. That page is growing more and more every day. Of course, if you were listening through our YouTube page, please go ahead and click the like button and subscribe to the channel. It sure helps the channel grow and gets the message out. You can also visit our website, OurMightyFortress.com. There we have the hosted media, as well as articles and even a link to our merch store to help support the work. If, of course, you do feel so motivated to donate to the work that we do here, feel free to do so through our website and the established PayPal link. By following and supporting the podcast, you let me know that you care about the subjects that we discuss. Today, I would like to talk about the meaning of Thanksgiving that is happening this week, but more specifically in relation to us as Christians. This day is a day that set aside the year as a reflection of what we're supposed to be thankful for. Ironically enough, the very next day provides the antithesis to Thanksgiving, which is Black Friday. These opposites are something to behold and can be described as quite the <laughs> American phenomena. There are quite a few lessons to learn from these events that do take place this, uh, in this week, and really, we as Christians we have to take those lessons to heart. We will explore what it means to be thankful and how that impacts our everyday lives. We will look at various scriptural admonitions, but also some examples of both positive uh, and negative aspects as well. Then we'll also look at what an unthankful heart turns a person into, because there are so many examples of this that come to mind once we actually give these examples. After all this, I hope that as Christians, we reflect upon this week and that we reflect further on our lives before God. Maybe we can be a sweet-smelling savor unto the Lord with our sacrifices. With that introduction, 
Let's get right into this. The first thing that we're going to look at is found in the instruction that the Apostle Paul gives fellow believers about how he lived his own life. In the book of Philippians chapter 4 and verse 12, he says, quote, I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound everywhere and in all things. I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. End quote. We can imagine that the Apostle Paul had it pretty rough at times when it came to serving in the ministry of God. Despite the insane situations that he went through, the Lord did protect him and brought him right through them. When Paul was instructing the Corinthian church, he did express some of these more specific trials that he went through. You can see them in the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 11, verses 23 through 28. It says, quote, Are they ministers of Christ? I speak as a fool. I am more. In labors more abundant. In stripes above measure. In prisons more frequent. In deaths oft. Of the Jews five times received I forty stripes save one. Thrice was I beaten with rods. Once was I stoned, thrice I suffered shipwreck, and a night and a day I have been in the deep, in journeyings often, in perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils by mine own countrymen, in perils by, by the heathen, in perils in that city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren, in weariness and painfulness, in watchings often, in hunger and thirst, in fastings often, in cold and nakedness, beside those things that are without, that which cometh upon me daily, the care of all the churches. End quote. We have to notice that Paul never charges God foolishly with not providing. He realized that God was with him no matter what. And he had the confidence to be content and thankful for what the Lord had given him. When you read about what Paul went through for the cause of the gospel, you have to think, wow, what a wild ride. Not many Christians get to go through that kind of ride in this life. Of course, we do have our own toils and struggles, but not quite like Paul. It is not only the things that happen that are negative in our lives, but also things that are positive. Paul tells the church at Colossae this very thing in the book of Colossians chapter 3 and verse 17. It says, quote, And whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and to the, and the Father by him. End quote. The tendency of the flesh is to focus on what we don't have. I mean, let's be honest with ourselves. Let's just say that you had $20 million just drop in your lap. Would your first response be to build something for the Lord? Or would it be for things more temporal, things that you would rather enjoy in this life? Even if the Lord has already brought us through some trying times where we can be more humble about money, you know, the temptation's still there. I'm only pointing this out that the battle with the flesh is a daily event. 
and thankfulness for what the Lord has done for us can easily slip our minds and hearts if we aren't careful. Let's look at another example found in scripture about what I'm talking about. I won't read all of the chapters that involve this just because of time, but in the book of Exodus chapter 14 and verse 13, we have Moses standing before the Red Sea and the children of Israel with the Egyptian army hot on their trail. The people thought that they were all going to die, but Moses said, quote, Fear ye not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show you today. For the Egyptians whom ye have seen today, ye shall see them again no more forever. End quote. The Red Sea then parts, and they walk across dry land. I mean, I can only imagine the sight with the massive walls of water on either side. That must have been absolutely unbelievable to see. I've often made the joke that you imagine you're just walking through and you see the, the big dark waves on the side and you just see a shark just sitting there looking at you. And you just wave and just walk by like, Haha, you can't get me. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But either way, what a tremendous event, a tremendous sight to see. And behold, the Egyptian army would come in behind the children of Israel and the Lord would just have those waves just crash down upon them and utterly destroy them. Now, think of that a great event that took place, not to mention the plagues of Egypt just days before and all of the insanity that came with that. You would have to think that absolutely nothing could move the children of Israel to unbelief or a lack of thankfulness, but you'd be completely wrong. In a matter of just a few days after the Red Sea event in Exodus chapter 32, Moses went up the mountain to speak to God and the people started grumbling. This grumbling got so bad that they would make a golden idol to bow down and worship it. Now this is unbelievable. God expressly talked about that being a terrible thing and they knew not to make idols of that time which is absolutely fascinating by the way because they didn't have a written scripture necessarily at that time but yet they knew that God was imageless but what makes the entire thing so bad is that it was just a matter of days after seeing all of the miracles and all the wonderful works of God, they were already grumbling and unthankful and would do terrible things like dance naked and bow down to a golden calf. Unbelievable. When you read that in scripture, you have to think to yourself, like, what is wrong with these people? <laughs> it's so easy to think and make it more personal that, well, you know, if I saw the Red Sea part, or if I saw the plagues of Egypt, I would not have done what they had done bowing to idols. But you know what? We're not that different. We do the same types of things today. And this really lands where we started in the beginning of the podcast, because if we have that battle with the flesh and it goes bad, then yes, you and I, too, can be as arrogant and as foolish and dumb as they were. This is what I mean when I say that it's easy to forget how good God has been to us on a daily basis. It is so easy to focus on what we do not have 
instead of what we're already blessed with. The culmination of this is found in just this week alone. We have here in America the day on Thursday, Thanksgiving, where people will gather with their family and have a meal, no matter how large. They'll have fellowship with one another, have a great old time. But after the party starts to dial, you know, die down with the family, everybody gets dressed, then goes to wait in line at Walmart for the Black Friday deals. People will push their way through the doors and go tearing down through the aisles. More specifically, the electronic aisle, by the way. They'll then proceed to even get violent over a stupid TV or gaming system. I know that that scene or situation doesn't necessarily represent most Americans, but it perfectly depicts how unthankful we can be overall. While many are at the stores... We can still shop and wait for Black Friday deals online, right? It's so easy to be covetous. Look, I'm not saying that we're not supposed to be good stewards with our money and finding a sweet deal is pretty good, but, you know, a lot of times we do have to reflect why we want what we want at times. Is it that covetousness has captured us with whatever we're trying to get? These are questions that we do have to ask because it pertains to our thankfulness before God. Unthankfulness can even affect our daily lives. We can have a lack of thankfulness in the workplace when we're tempted to grumble against the manager or boss. Actually, this leads towards bitterness and a whole new branch of problems. Having a thankful heart is something that you practice daily as you walk in the Spirit. It's not easy to do this at times, especially if you're having a rough day. I know we all have that battle, but you know, Hey, I'm not sure perfect at this. I'm definitely not, but I do strive to be, for example, if something goes wrong in the job, I'll just purpose myself to reflect of where I'm not being in the military. I was in Afghanistan. I think, well, at least I'm not in Afghanistan <laughs> or uh, some other situation that I was put through. For example, I had a real conviction of the heart when I had deployed with the Marines and I saw what real poverty looked like in other countries. I mean, there's no real poor people here in America. Let me just tell you that right now. Nobody's legitimately poor. Even the homeless on the streets live way better than almost everybody out in, out in the rest of the world. Because even the homeless here in America... While they don't have an actual shelter, they get government benefits and money and all sorts of stuff. But looking at these legitimate poor people in other countries, I thought to myself, wow, what right do I have to complain when these people live so poor, they can't literally feed themselves? I've not been to Vietnam, but my wife was born there. She would tell me of how maimed people that would live on the street would come up to you and beg for money. It's not the young, healthy, work-age type standing at the intersections of our American streets. No, no, no. It is truly the down and out of society that will eventually die on the streets with no hope. I have friends that were born in the Philippines and other Southeast Asian countries, and they will tell you about the children that roam the streets without parents begging for money. Or the children all over the world that are snatched up and sold in the sex trade as well. When we think about thankfulness and what the Lord has given us, 
It's not that we're better than those people who are in the previous examples. Rather, it's a reminder of where we could be if it wasn't for the Lord. And really, we're only a hop, skip, and a jump away from being in such a wretched condition. Being thankful goes a long way with the Lord. And the opposite is chastised and judged by God. The book of Psalms, chapter 7 and verse 17 says, quote, I will praise the Lord according to his righteousness, and I will sing the praise to the name of the Lord most high, end quote. If there is one thing that can be pointed out in scripture is that God hates a grumbling and complaining people. Not to mention, think about it, being thankful tends towards being a happy and joyful person because the focus is not on us or rather you know it's on others and who we have which of course ultimately is god if you have family especially a church family that you can rejoice with then you're truly blessed if you have a walk with god that is likened to a close friend then you are blessed if you can be abased and content in whatsoever state you are in, then you are blessed by God. No matter the situation, being thankful brings peace. If you're having a traditional Thanksgiving meal this Thursday, or even by the time that you listen to this podcast, and it's well after that, just take a look around the table and just thank God for where you're at. Thank God for what he's given you. This week is a shorter podcast, and I just really wanted to get the brain juices going about just getting us to think about how blessed we truly are. I know that even in my myself and my own family, that I'm going to reflect upon these things. Reflect, even just in this past year, of where God has brought me and my family I am by far no Apostle Paul and the types of things that he went through. But I can tell you, just even from my own life, I've had quite the wild ride. And it ain't over yet. I don't know how much time the Lord is going to have me on this earth, but wow, what a wild ride already. But I wouldn't give it, I wouldn't take it back for anything because I am who I am today because of the Lord. And you know what? It is humbling. I have to strive to be thankful. Why? Because my flesh tries to make me not thankful. I want to constantly remember how good God is to me. And you know what? After you're done listening to this, do a short prayer and just say thank you to God for everything that he's blessed you with. Sometimes we go to God and it's about things that we want or things that we need and Rightfully so, he he you know wants us to come to him with his with our requests. But you know, there are times I think we need to just go before God and just say thank you. Just thank you for one, saving our souls and the gift of Jesus Christ and you know the payment for our sins. But just say thank you for what he's given us. Let us bow before God with a thankful heart. And just praise him for who he is. Overall, let us rethink all of our situations as well. And just strive to be more thankful. I want to thank you for listening. 
Be sure to follow us on the podcast media. Please take a look at our website, OurMightyFortress.com, and subscribe for more updates. Stay tuned next time for more great content, and remember to find your refuge and strength in Our Mighty Fortress.